K-Triple-D is proud to present Dumas Demon Football. We begin our broadcast tonight with the Coaches Show, brought to you each week by A1 Auto Care. Red, right, slot, left, right, hurry up! Come on! Yeah, yeah, yeah! There it is, right there, good. There it is, right there, well done, I like it. Regular! Good. It's what I want, right there. The effort was outstanding! Outstanding! Oh, love that! Love it! I love it, man. You love football, don't you, John? We now join the K D broadcast team along with the head coach of the Dumas Demons, Aaron Dunham. Welcome again to the Coach Show. This is Daryl Wade along with Dennis Ballou. And as always, we welcome in the head coach of the Dumas Demons, Aaron Dunham. Coach Dunham, it's good to see you after a week off. Hey, good to see you all, too. Um, not always uh, – don't always like that off week, but uh, we had a great opportunity to work, work on ourselves, and it's glad to be back after a week off. Well, let's start talking about just a few questions about uh, the Estacada game. First of all, I thought comparing week one against week two, a whole bunch of improvement on the part of your team. I would agree with that. And, uh, you know, that, that, that's the whole, whole concept of this whole deal is just from week to week get better. Um, we, we are still early in our season. It was just our second week. And so um, that was a challenge to our, with our staff, and that was a challenge to our kids is just to improve. Let's see improvement with a young football team. Let's see us get better from week one to week two. And I think we saw a lot of those. Um, I mean, we could go on about our – I thought our run game was much improved. Um, something in week one, you know, we rushed for 55, 60 yards week one, which is totally uncharacteristic of us. Um, and, then, and then we come back to, uh, in, in the Estacada game and, and really controlled the line of scrimmage and, and, and ran the ball really well. And so that was really good to see. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, we, you know, week one, we, um, we, didn't, we didn't really stop the run game as well as we usually do. And so that was a focus um, all week long moving into the Estacada game is, uh, to, is to control the line of scrimmage on offense and control the line of scrimmage on defense. And I think we, we did that on both sides of the football. The other thing that I saw, and uh, we talked about this when we did the other coaches show, is the resiliency of your team. I think four minutes have gone in the first quarter, and Estacott is up 13 to nothing, and then your team continued to fight back. It was, and that was good to see. I mean, and I think that's something that, uh, you know, that, that we've proven in the past. Uh, but again, this is a new football team with a total new different different group of kids, and so you never know how how a team's going to react until you're in that situation. And so that was uh, a very good thing to see, you know, to just see our kids. They never lost hope. They stayed true to you know to the game plan and just continued to fight, battled back, went up 19-13, and then went back and forth for the rest of the game. And then there in the fourth quarter, you know when. We could have, just as we won the game in the fourth quarter, we very easily could have lost the game as well. And so it was really good to see the resiliency that you talk about um, within our kids and our coaches to find a way to win that game. Well, James Bednor's had a great night offensively, and had he not fumbled on, I think, his second or third carry of the night when he was on his way to the end zone, he probably would have run for over 200 yards. And it'd be easy for us to talk about James Bednor's, and I want to do that in a moment, but... Let's talk about the reason he had those openings. Let's talk about your offensive line play. That's definitely the reason. And, and I was interviewed right after the game, and that's exactly what I talked about was just, uh, you know, the growth um, that our offensive line made him from week one to week two. They just did a great job opening up holes um, and, and against a very, very big and aggressive 
Estacada front. And so that was a that was we that was a challenge coming into the game. We knew, you know, that it was gonna you know that uh, that that was a tall task to be able to you know, to run the ball like we wanted to. But we believe in our scheme, we believe in our kids, and we believe in our coaches that, that we could do that. And, and without a doubt, uh, you know, James definitely did some things to, to rush for 130-something yards. But um, definitely uh, without that offensive line and without the play and, uh, of our offensive line, we wouldn't have been where we were at. And I don't think we would have won the football game if not. And so, yes, uh, hats off to our line. Hats off to, uh, you know, Coach Schaefer um, and Coach Diff and Daffer for the job that they did on, uh, you know, just bearing down. I mean, it was a, it was a challenge from week one. And, uh, you know, everybody answered the call, and I'm really, really proud of our, of our staff and our kids. Another player that, that I wanted to talk about just for a moment, in fact, we named him the player of the game, was uh, Sabian Perry. Uh, played both sides of the ball, scored a touchdown, uh, had a couple of sacks late in the game from his linebacker position. I thought he did a really good job. Um, really proud of Sabian. Sabian's a kid that uh, – you know, he's, uh, he's a big-time pleaser. He's always given great effort. Um, just his first game was, it was you know, he, he made some mistakes just because his lack of experience. And so it was really good to see him. Um, you know, he played every snap on defense and then probably played about 20 to 25 snaps on offense. And uh, Sabian had a great night. Uh, really uh, scored one touchdown. And then I think he had a couple of catches in some really um, tough situations where we needed to make a play. And so – um, and then there at the end, the two sacks late in the game were definitely game-changing sacks and uh, really, really excited about, uh, about Sabian and really excited about what he did um, in the football game. Uh, Coach, I'm going to ask you about <clears throat> in that Ryder game, we kind of characterized that game as missed opportunities because you guys had an interception and couldn't score and had some other things that, that you had opportunities, that's what I'm trying to say, and, and didn't take advantage of them. In this Estacada game, we characterized it as you did take advantage of the opportunities that Estacada presented to you, especially on that uh, uh, punter snap back to him. Mm, we did. Uh, definitely, um, you know, there are three phases to the game. You yeah. know, offense, defense, and special teams, and, and that's something that we really work on. And, and, and uh, Estacada didn't. They didn't perform really well on, the, on their punt team, and they, they bobbled in, in the snaps. And, and uh, you know, but again um, – even with that happening, you know, we still got to take advantage of that. We've oh, got yeah. to go because even in the first game, you know, we created some turnovers. Yeah. We still didn't take advantage of those turnovers. That's right. Uh, in this game, we did take advantage of it. We went and scored. They put us on put us on a short field, and we went and scored. And so that was uh, that was definitely encouraging to see because that that's the growth and that's the experience that we're talking about that we're looking for from this football team. And so if we can already do that in week two, I, I just can't wait to see <laughs> the growth that we're going to have in our next game. Yeah. Well, I expect it to come because I, I can I know you guys as coaches how hard you guys work these these <laughs> players so I'm expecting that more more advancement that's for sure I want to talk about McCurley I think he has done an excellent job as quarterback he's he's, he's got a pocket presence in there he doesn't get excited too much in that pocket that I'm talking strictly from an observation sure but I think McCurley is really playing well I would agree with you that's uh you know he's definitely um, it's still a battle. It's, oh, yeah. it, we're we're going to continue to stay that way. I, I think competition is good, but he's definitely, um, you know, just with his confidence and the way that he handles himself, I think the rest of our offense does the same. I think our coaching staff has, you know, has a lot of confidence in his arm and his abilities, and I think our players do too. I mean, I think you can see that when a game, not, not, that, not that they're not when Braden's in. I mean, sure. Braden, sure. Braden's a great leader and does a great job as well, but, uh, you know, as we talked early in the season, there's just – there's a difference. Each one of them have their own strengths, and he, he, do, he does some things that Braden can't do, and, and Braden does some things that he can't do. And 
So yeah. definitely, uh, definitely has has moved himself into being our starting quarterback right now. Yep. Um, and if he'll continue down that path, uh, I, I really think he could be a special kid. Well, I agree with you 100. percent And then uh, Daryl mentioned there a while ago about Sabian Perry. I also want to talk about Kuros. I think he's your middle linebacker. I thought he showed up in that Estacada game along with some others as well. I hate to just single him out by himself, but he did have a good game. He did, um, and he's a kid that just, uh, you know, just great effort. In the yeah. first first week uh, against Ryder, he had 13 tackles. Wasn't exactly where he was supposed to be in every single one of them, but his effort is really good, and his effort was really good in the Estacada game as well. And I think that's just uh, as, as you talk about linebackers, uh, we, we, we could see that he was better just because he was making the plays that he yeah. missed in week one. Yeah. And that's across the board defensively. I thought we just did a great job tackling in that game. And, and you know, I, I, think it's, I think it's important to understand, too, that, you know, the, the team that we were playing, I mean, Estacada was a very, very talented yeah, group of kids, um, a lot of experience. I mean, yep. this is – Coach Kalu has really been waiting on this team. And so for us to come out – um, you know, with, with, with some of our lack of experience and, and, and Estacada having a, a very experienced team, I was really proud of the fight from our kids. I was proud of the way that we flew around on defense and, and tackled the ball. Um, and so uh, definitely, definitely excited about where we're at and, and the growth that we made from week one. Yeah. One more last question and I'll, we'll move on. But as Estacada was moving down the, the field in that last quarter, the last few minutes of that last quarter, and all of a sudden, they throw one deep in that corner of the end zone. Were you getting nervous along about the end? <laughs> oh, I, was, I was nervous. I mean, you know, we, we, we talk about the confidence of our kids and the confidence in our system, and, and, and that was there all the way through it. But there's some nervousness yeah, when they I threw bet. the ball down to the 12-yard line and there's still a minute and a half left in the game. And I just, I just know that the, the talent that, that is on that Estacada football team, and, yeah. you know, um, they, they've got the ability to score at any time. And so that yeah. definitely was, but I was – um, with that nervousness, I was really proud of the way that our kids, sure. you know, stood up and, and made some stands. And we, we, we got a, a few sacks there and really, really got them behind the chains. And anytime when you can do that, I think their, their final play, they needed yeah. uh, 40-something yards, you know, to even get a first down. And they had to get in the end zone. So I was really proud uh, of our kids of, of, of standing up down there because we very easily could have rolled over and, oh, yeah. and just given in. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that's going to be a good time to take a timeout. And when we come back, we will talk about tonight's game as the Dumas Demons will go against the Plainview Bulldogs. Hey, Jim, I want to make my car cool. What should I do? For one thing, Roger, drive your late model car and leave your 75 Gremlin in the garage. Then go to A1 Auto Care at 224 East 1st Street and get a pair of Flowmaster mufflers. Dual exhaust? Yeah, Flowmaster offers five sound levels, whether you prefer mild, moderate, or aggressive sounds. I love it! And with your purchase, Sweetie will throw in a pair of chrome tips free of charge if you mention Gentleman Jim. A1 Auto Care, 224 East 1st Street, 935-2211. We're back at the Coach's Show, and tonight, Coach, you take on the Plainview Bulldogs in Plainview. Tell us a little bit about the Bulldogs this year. Well, they're you know they're 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 coming off of a big win. They just they just beat Lubbock High, and so you know they've got a lot of excitement, a lot of energy moving into this week. Uh, you know, Coach Haddock, uh, that's his, this is his second year there. You know, 
Uh, Coach Haddock came from Abilene Cooper, very, very historically um, good football program, and he's he's doing a good job. You know, he's the, they're they're a heavy heavy run oriented. They they're in and out of multiple formations. I think they do a great job of that, getting in and out of formations and tackle oversets, and so. You know, they, they, they do a lot offensively as, as far as their just formations and, and confusion. And then, you know, defensively, they're, they're a four-man front that, uh, that, that that's pretty aggressive as well. And so we're going to have our hands full. I mean, they, they've got a lot of uh, excitement coming off of a win, a lot of momentum. Um, and, and, you know, we're traveling into their place, so it's going to be a really good football game. Well, when you look at them offensively and you say they're a heavy run team, are they trying to get to the outside or are they trying to go between the tackles? Between the tackles, uh, a, a lot of it. I mean, they're, they do both, but they are a heavy, heavy power team, going to try to attack the, you know, um, anywhere through the C-gap. Uh, always going to have a tight end set almost a majority of the game. They've got a tight end in the game. Um, but they're, they're just extremely multiple. They're in and out. I mean, they'll be in a 10 personnel. They'll be an empty set. Uh, then they'll come out and they'll be in a, t uh, a tight end two back set, tight end one back set. They're, they're very versatile and just, uh, you know, do a good job, I think, trying to keep the defense, um, you know, off balance uh, with, just with their different personnel groupings. Well, has any team been able to hold them to become a one-dimensional team, in other words, stopping their run and then forcing them to pass? And if they have... Have they been very effective when they did have to throw the ball? You know, I don't, I don't think they have yet. I mean, they, you know, they've, they've scored. I, I think they're averaging something like 33 points a game right now offensively, yep. and so they've, they've, they've been pretty good. They've done a great job, um, you know, uh, moving the ball offensively against the Paladur. They scored 41 points, and so, um, I, and I think that's just the way that they keep people off balance. I think we're going to have to really, you know, that that's our style is that we do are going to try to create them to be one dimensional. We are going to try to force them to throw the football because we just believe that that's where we're successful and so we're going to do a, you know we're going to we're going to try to to for sure um you know uh align ourselves that so we can we can manage and, and and stop the run game um you know they've got it they've got a quarterback that does a great job too uh, he's big he you know he's about 200 205 pounds so he's pretty physical and not not just real easy to bring down they've got a really talented tailback that they put everywhere He'll be at the tailback. He'll be at the receiver position. He'll be at the inside slot. He'll be the outside receiver. And so they just do a good job just trying to get the ball to their playmakers. And so we're going to have to do a really good job of understanding that and knowing where those guys, guys are and positioning ourselves to be able to defend them. Well, with a four-man front on their defensive side, uh, do you, do you, does your offense find that – Maybe a little more difficult to block since in practice you're going against a three-man front. You know, I would I would have uh, maybe answered that a little bit differently. I, I really like what we've what we've done to four-man fronts. We've seen that a lot this year. We've only seen one three-man front this year um, throughout both of our scrimmages and and both of our football games right now. And so uh, we are starting to get a little bit more comfortable with our four-man front. We're starting to see that more often. And and uh, you know, I I, I really I really like. Uh, you know, our scheme to a, to a four-man front. I, I just, you know, we, we've got to find the ways no matter what front it is. You know, we, we've got to find our advantages. Um, we've got blocking schemes for every one of them. We've got certain plays, uh, you know, to attack them. We're, we're a run pass. We've got run pass option on almost everything that we're doing. And so, um, you know, we're just going to have to really, uh, throughout our game plan, just find out, you know, where we can attack them. Um, and again, as we've always stated, this wouldn't be anything that, you know, for anybody that's watching film or, or that knows us, is we're going to try to establish the run game. And so this will be no different. Well, as you look at film, they've played Leveland, Lubbockai, and Paladura. Do you see anything that Leveland, Lubbockai, or Paladura have done that you've said, 
hey, we can do that too. We did. I mean, I, I, I really, as, as you look at Paladura and then as you look at Lubbock, I think Lubbock had a lot of ex- success moving the football, running the ball. Um, Lubbock just didn't always uh, finish the drives. They moved the football up and down the field, did a really good job. Um, you know, they just they didn't capitalize always and, and, and get in the end zone. And so um, they are. Uh, you know, they were, they were last year um, – they were really a, a team that was really aggressive up front, um, and they're no different this year. They're 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 big. They've got some big guys uh, on, on on the defensive line, uh, maybe a little inexperienced, you know, at the linebacker position uh, and, and and the secondary. But uh, you know, I I know the type of coach that Coach Attic is, and 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 I know uh, what they're working on there, and and, and they're definitely going to be a team that we're going to have to be prepared for and make sure um, that we're ready to move the football, and 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 we've got to we got to capitalize and put the ball in the end zone offensively. Well, Coach, if you look at their record this year, they lost Leveland at the last second of that ball game, so they very well could have won that ball game. Mm-hmm. Then they lost to Paldera big, sixty-four to forty-one. Then they beat Lubbock, so they they very well could be two and one instead mm-hmm. of one and two. Mm-hmm. So you got to respect that team. And then when you look at their their ground game, as you've already mentioned, it looks to me like quite a little bit of film I saw. Uh, they run between the tackles. They they pull their guards a whole lot and and lead around, but mm-hmm. they don't always run the ball that direction. Mm-hmm. They run behind them sometimes. Mm-hmm. So you guys on defense have got to come up with the A game, without a doubt. Uh, you know they're gonna they're, we're we're gonna prepare, um, and and I know that they're gonna be prepared and they're gonna be ready. There's uh you got to win the game uh, yeah. on the field. I mean yeah. you, you can't look at scores. You can't look at. Uh, what their record is or where they're at, uh, they're 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 a very very good opponent that's very well coached, um, and I, I I think that's a very important thing that that everybody needs to understand. in today is everybody's trying to win. Oh yeah. You know we look at college football and we look at maybe you know some of these teams and they should have won by this much and they should have won by that much. Um, winning is hard. Winning is something oh, that's yeah. not easy, and so we've got to we got to make sure that we're prepared and we're ready and that we go over there um, and bring our A game. If not, I, I don't I don't you know. We, we'll be disappointed if we don't. It'll be difficult, that's for sure. Yes, sir. But I tell you what, you go back and look at that uh, Estacada game, your O-line, your D-line, I think won the ball game. I think that O-line, D-line comes into the night, and I think you guys can win with those with that group of guys right there. Definitely is where games are won. I mean, we, yeah. we win the games up front uh, on both sides of the football, and that's something that we believe in, and that's something that we talk about. And so we've got to do that up front first. We've got to be able to possess yeah. the football. We've got to be able to run it and then capitalize. Something that we need to make sure that, you know, that we, we a little bit of a trend that we've seen in the first two weeks, we've turned the football over too much. Oh, yeah. and we turned it over three times again uh, in, in week two, and so we've got to secure the football um, and make sure that we possess it and possess it for longer than they do. And then, you know, just uh, have a tough defense, be able to give, give the ball back to our offense and get off the field. And um, I think we, we, we saw some improvement with our, with our third down defense. Yeah. Um, and we've got to continue to get better at that. We're not where we need to be yet. And so we've got to make sure that we get off the field on third down and get the ball back to our offense. Yeah. Well, right now, we've already said they're averaging 33 points, I think, on offense and giving up 33. It's about a wash right there. So you guys got opportunity. You just got to go go take it away from them. Agree. Um, you know, we're, we're excited about the game. Just can't wait. Uh, you know, after a week off, we did a lot of a lot of focusing on us, yeah. which is not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, but we're ready. We're ready for a game plan. We're ready to install, and we're ready to see our kids get back out on the field and compete again. 
Well, as you said, every game is hard to win, and all wins are ugly or, or pretty. They're worth they're, they're worth working for, and you guys are working out for them. They're worth it because everybody everybody is trying to win. Oh, I mean, those yeah. guys on the other side of the ball are are working just as hard and as many sure. hours, and so it's very important that that you understand that. And and I I just, I just think it uh, you know it you, with you understanding that it just yeah. it makes you a little bit more hungry to yeah. to, to get the win. Yeah. Well, as we wrap things up, let's uh, go ahead and play our pick'em game. I don't have my sheet from two weeks ago, but I'll get all of that situated. So let's start this week. Canyon takes on Caprock, Coach. Canyon, definitely. I'd say Canyon as well, yes, sir. I'll pick Canyon too. Randall and Pampa, Coach. That's, that's going to be a good game. Uh, it, it's at Pampa. Um, I had the opportunity to watch Randall play this last week, and uh, I'm, I'm going to take Randall. I might would have taken Pampa before talking to Coach early on the show. So since he described Randall, I'm going to go with Randall. Well, I'm going to be different this time and take Pampa at home. I can see it. All right, Lubbock Estacada and Hereford. Oh, that's always a good game. That this one's tough. This one could be a toss up. Um, but I'm I'm, I'm going to take Estacada. I think Cluey's going to get them, bounce them back, and, and get them going. And take Estacada. I don't know a whole lot about Hereford just yet. I haven't been able to see him play, but. Estacada has a tendency to turn the ball over, so I'm going to say Herford at home because of the turnovers. All right, well, I'm going to go with Lubbock Estacada, and uh, we'll see if they will not disappoint me this week. <laughs> All right, and finally, uh, I'm going to take the Dumas Demons, winning big against Plainview, Dennis. I am going to pick the Demons. I always will pick the Demons, so that's for sure. Me too, Coach. I will always pick the Demons as well. I'm going to take the Demons in a victory. Okay, well, that's going to wrap up this week's Coach's Show. We do invite everyone to stay tuned for the football game. Thank you for tuning in to The Coach's Show, brought to you tonight by A1 Auto Care, where Sweetie Green loves your car just as much as you do. We invite you to stay right here for tonight's football game coming up next. Hey, Jim, I want to make my car cool. What should I do? For one thing, Roger, drive your late model car and leave your 75 Gremlin in the garage. Then go to A1 Auto Care at 224 East 1st Street and get a pair of Flowmaster mufflers. Dual exhaust? Yeah, Flowmaster offers five sound levels, whether you prefer mild, moderate, or aggressive sounds. I love it! And with your purchase, Sweetie will throw in a pair of chrome tips free of charge if you mention Gentleman Jim. A1 Auto Care, 224 East 1st Street, 935-2211.